Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and Happy New Year, ye helpless, hungover Harriets. <laughs> Welcome to season two of uh, the Snowcast. We're we're going to take a little. We took a little break there for a while after Christmas and New Year's, and uh, we're back on the scene again. Fucking well, we're actually we're actually haven't taken that much of a break. We've taken about ten days off from this like recording. Feels like a lot longer. I think we haven't recorded on. To, like no, because we oh, did the editing bit before Christmas oh, yeah, of the, yeah, the yeah. twenty snug, so we haven't recorded in two or three weeks. Um, um, but it was good, yeah. Yeah, good I'm break. I'm here. Refresh now. I had the shakes there for a few days because, um, like, I don't think I had a drink there in about forty eight hours. Like, so my horses had the shake all week. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to come out tonight. Uh, so anyway, it's myself and DJ, the the co-host of uh, the Snowcast here in Phil Grimes Pub on John Street, and we're. Nestled in here beside the fire, a nice little snugging in the corner. Although the fire's gone out, fire's so gone out, yeah. we'll uh, we'll get Tom on on, on for that. Um, and we're also joined here by my cousin Jamie Daly. Hello, lads. Big Jamie Daly. Um, so Jamie, we will go to you there first after we've taken a lovely long slip slip of a of a of the drink there. <laughs> taking a slip of the drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's strange when he drinks that. <laughs> Uh, what are you drinking there tonight? So uh, I'm on the the Schneider Voice Tap Seven myself. Uh, it's a lovely wheat beer, uh, full-bodied, rich, very delightful. Um, I suppose He's I suppose um, after Christmas it would have been a fairly stout-filled Christmas. So oh, stop! It's um, such a fuck. It's it's, it's literally like I'm I'm on the stout again here tonight, and it is. Yeah. I don't know. You just have to. Have it's it. just that time of year it's in front, year, in fire. front of a roaring fire. The the point of stout can't go wrong. So I came in tonight now and I said, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll go for something a little bit different. 
went for the Schneider voice. I've had it in here before now, in fairness, and uh, they have it on tap here, and it's it's a, the taste of Bavaria. Oh, yeah. You've the, been to um, Oktoberfest. I have, yeah, I have. Um, great weekend. Went down. Uh, we actually did it a kind of a an arseways. We went an arseways about it. We we flew into Brussels. Oh, so we got a train from wrong country. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Very much wrong country. But uh, we were meeting our friend. So we uh, flew into Brussels. Got a train from Brussels to to Luxembourg, and then we went to uh, Perth in Luxembourg. Got a car in Luxembourg, and we drove from Luxembourg to Munich. Fuck so uh, yeah, no, we had a great weekend. Though definitely would recommend to all the listeners out there who haven't been there. Um, How many days you go for? We did two nights down there. But we stayed, we did kind of an interest and we stayed in like, there's like, uh, on the outskirts of Munich, they like obviously have it set up. It's like a, an EP style uh, campsite. So everyone like sets up there and you've like a, a two minute walk to like the, the tube station. And uh, you, you jump on the tube and you get dropped into like the, the main Oktoberfest. Like. So are you tenting? Oh yeah, we were in a tent like, with, there was, I think there were 15, 20 beds in each tent like. Fuck. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So we all went in. There was three of us there, got grand tents, was filled with Australians and Americans. Like, and you actually get to meet people that way, like, because you'd be chatting to them, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd be all on the train in and stuff. And GCN, yeah, no, it was. There was a, only the fistful of yourselves, is it? Yeah, there was. There was only a small, there was only three of us now myself, uh, Gavin, and Mark, two two friends of mine. We all went in in our leader hosens anyway, done up to the nines. and. Fuck. Yeah, we did you great. You have to get the right leader hosen, though. You can't be going out to the You do. Oh, geez, no. I, I actually, because the two, the two lads were. Uh, on to me before we went and they said that they had bought theirs on Amazon for 40 quid and they proper deer skin or whatever sort mm. of skin they are and I was like go away lads like you look like Egypt's dressed up over there like no one will be wearing them like and shouldn't we land over then and sure obviously like it's their tradition the whole place is wearing one so I said fuck this I'm gonna have to buy one so I got fleeced then and had to pay 120 euro oh, for one stop. but like you have to you have to go over and you have the check shirt on and you put the boots on you and everything like you you have to buy uh, into the whole thing while you're over there. You have to do it. Have You'd to have do to it. get planning, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised now, yeah, you could get an old good good old pa- good old snug house from uh, well, from room, one of the tents. There's room there's rumours of a, a stag party coming there from um a stag party going to Oktoberfest. There's rumours this year, so uh I'd be on to me brother trying to organise it. Yeah, it'd be be well well worth doing now, so would the, I mean all the you've all the you've the half brew tent, uh you've the spatten tent, what other one jeez does we we spend a lot of time now in the Hofbrau tent. Uh, apparently, it was Hitler's favorite beer. So one of the lads was joking. We said we spend a weekend in there. So but you go in and you're there drinking away, and they they come around anyway, and they take take your, each other. Yeah, yeah, take your orders, and then every half an hour does. How many did you have? Nine. Oh, <laughs> nine stein, <laughs> nine stein. Uh, but um, there's a like a brass band in the middle of the the hall, yeah. and every half an hour they pipe up. And sure, when it, they pipe up, everyone has to stand up on the benches and start like oh. rocking from side to side and quality. yeah, yodeling and all that sort of carry on. There. So ah, it's grey crack, well worth doing. And I'd say now a stag, you'd have a right time of it as well. Class, class, class. So <coughs> DJ, you're planning your drinks for October, but what are you drinking there tonight? So tonight in the cowls of January, on John Street in Watford, in Phil Grimes, where it all began. Um, I'm on the White Gypsy, but I'm on a White Gypsy Blonde. And uh, I remember having White Gypsy Blonde back in the day when it was the, the 8.4% and it fucking blow the head off you, but it was lovely. Um, so it's a wheat malt, 
uh, voice as well. So it's actually lovely. Um, this, the, the, the new iteration of White Gypsy Blonde is 4%. It's fucking lovely to drink. Nice, crisp. Um, the maltiness is definitely to the forefront, all right. You can, you can really taste it. But uh, it goes down a tree very light. Fair, geez, I sank that first one like fucking... I was drinking it through a straw. Like coming from a sippy cup. It did go down fairly quick, mm. alright. It did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jamie was three quarter way through his point and <laughs> next thing you looked, mine was gone. And I started about fifteen minutes before you as well. Ah, but sure look. First time you've downed him in a competition. <laughs> no, not for a cross table from this chap either, but <laughs> I've I've uh, I'm also in a bit of a rush because like uh, live, big match tonight, so but we're not in too much of a rush. We've plenty of time to talk to our listeners and regale him with tales but uh, White Gypsy Blonde lovely I haven't been on a White Gypsy now on a podcast in ah Jesus I'd say 15 episode so oh yeah and, and I was on the pale ale that time which is kind of a fruity pale ale but this blonde is a uh, you can definitely taste the maltiness of the device and uh, 4% is very sessionable very light good stuff um, and I'm there on Yellow Belly's um, snooze button a lovely breakfast stout. Um at stout going even after Christmas. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I think their New Year's New <laughs> <laughs> I think New Year's Eve I went around to a few pubs and I didn't have a single stout. Uh, I was on the Muldoons and I was on Ash, that's understandable. And I was on a few few points of, of Lager. Uh point of Muldoons. And was well, on you a, never on, mix on stout sir, and Muldoons. No, as as a young Darrow O'Donoghue uh, taught us the thing. Oh, fuck Cardin me. Still. You should have seen him next day, lad. He oh, was, yeah? Uh, he looked like the Grinch, he was over green. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Just keeping him with the Christmas theme there. Yeah, <laughs> Very seasonal. Nice, yeah. <laughs> He's nice. a green as a Christmas tree. <laughs> nice coniferous Christmas tree. Yeah. Non-shadable. Uh, there's not much you can say about this. Beautiful stout. She's a 5%er, I think, an oatmealer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice and kind of a coffee taste and... Uh, beauty yeah yellow belly just they come up some <coughs> use we had a complaint about well we complained about it's not vodka there a couple of weeks ago like oh, yeah. I think they missed the mark with that stout but other than that their stouts are fantastic like I think like snooze button came out it's not vodka they had another stout Captain's uh, Table no 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 I don't I'm, what I'm saying is all the other stouts I still think Captain's Table, Captain's Table is their best stout oh yeah yeah, yeah I exactly. love Captain's Table like I'd fucking <laughs> sink that till the cows came home yeah yeah I think that's really cool about those like uh, these craft breweries and stuff the way they can experiment and like that with yeah. the It's Not Vodka and stuff like yeah they've missed the mark but like they also have mm. another fucking they can do all that limited edition where they make it exactly however yeah. many yeah. barrels and if, it, if it's a hit it's a hit they can make more if it flops they can actually Jonas back at uh, Belly Dance well, in back inside in Grady's. Well, so I was going to mention that, like, because uh, I was in there last Friday. I was talking to Kevin, and a couple of lads came into him and were asking for it. And he was like, "That's done, lads. That collaboration is finished." Yeah. But he said he had kept the keg aside, so that they'd be the last place to have it. Oh. So they have a keg, they, but they only have one keg. So like, what's that? Eighty-eight pints, mm. allowing for spillage. There won't be much of it left in the country. There's no. a few, there's a few cans lying around as well, but yeah, yeah. Tucker has a lot of cans. Does he? Yeah. I had a nice one out there on New Year's Eve, like peach. Actually, it's what? No, it's not actually peach. It's uh, <coughs> it is grapefruit a lime. Grapefruit grape, grape, grape lime. Ask me, Dave. You always get it wrong. No. Grape and lime, isn't it? Grape, grape and lime. Yeah. Grape, yeah Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I was talking about grapefruit earlier. That's something that's in my head. <coughs> anyway, sure. Look, we'll move on to our first topic. 
right, so our first topic of the night is um, New Year's resolutions, right? Are they a pile of bollocks or are they sound like? Like, like TJ, I'll come to you first. What do yeah, you think? Yeah. Like, yeah, a load of bollocks. Yeah. I think, like, right, I'm all for, like, New Year. Is, it, it's an excuse to, to get better. Like, I've been trying to fucking be a bit healthier this week and uh, buying fresh ingredients and trying to eat better and all that. And, like, I am motivated. I will do it. Um, I will, you know, and but it but it's a habit change. We actually started last week before the new year, and um, we did our five k first five k Tremor and do you know like like all that. But it's a lot of bollocks because because you say it's a new year's resolution, it's so easy to abandon it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. people go into these new year's resolutions like. Say one, you were joking earlier. Like my new year's resolution, give up drinking. <laughs> this is the fucking third of January, like, but like. People make these really unrealistic New Year's resolutions. So then there's a social stigma around New Year's resolutions wrote a shit anyway because everyone abandons them. So it's something that you'll do for a week or two and then you forget about. Whereas I'm just kind of like, why do you have to make a New Year's resolution? Like, why can't you make a positive change to your life in March or April yeah. or May? Like, it's a lot of bollocks. The time of the year has no impact no on it. On it yeah. No, and you know, it's, it's a very difficult time of year to make a change. The only thing is, like, you're probably sick of pints, you're sick of chocolate, you're sick of eating shite. Yeah. But that being said, yeah. But that being said, you make a New Year's resolution, whatever it may be. Are you holding yourself to account for that for the whole year? And then what happens a year later? You're just going to stop it because that fluctuating kind of this like is it even goes in deeper into society. You go a fad diet on it and off it, so you're on it and you lose ten kilos in three days, and then you come off it and you put on twenty five kilos in four days. And it's all this shit like yo-yo in society, which isn't healthy at all. Do you need, like, actually, I'll give you a tip, listeners. Follow at the Real Life Doctor on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> and he'll give you tips on how to make small changes. Because, but what he says is right: these little small really? changes, making uh, small changes over time, making big changes. So, uh, well, oh, here he is, the main man has just entered the house, Tommy Kyrie. How are you, Tommy? Well, that's. I wasn't expecting this. But. No, <laughs> go on. You're alive. You know you're alive. <laughs> we can edit this out if you want. Go, go and get yourself a pint. Come in. Oh, we're, 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 good, we're good, thanks. Uh, Tommy's after joining us, lads, for his debut. He actually does exist like Owen's friend, Tommy. Um, He's all, not just a mythical creature. No, all these stories we've made up, like, yeah. we haven't, like, well, Owen's, well, Owen hasn't. There are hundreds of stories with Tommy in them, and I've never actually seen him in the flesh. Yeah, now, I can, now I can believe all the stories. But did you even see him there? Because he appeared to me like... <laughs> I caught a glimpse of him. Yeah. I heard his voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, thought, you thought the walls were talking to you. <laughs> but New Year's resolutions, like, in my mind, they are a load of bollocks. Um, I think if it but then it's one of those things where it's like homeopathy if you think it helps you then grant yeah, if yeah, it yeah, improves yeah. your mindset and yeah. outlook because so much of life and so much of these things are your outlook on it rather than what society views it as yeah. um, so if it helps you to make a positive change great but for example like me trying to lose a bit of weight and exercise more and eat a bit healthier it's got fuck all to do with it being the new year yeah it's got more to do with me looking in the fucking mirror and seeing a goat that like I was like oh you should shift this cunt if I saw that goat in fucking April or May I'd make the same decision so for me it's all the bollocks yeah yeah I'd have to agree uh, like <clears throat> I think like yeah new like that whole new me or new year new, new me, me kind of shit like right Um, it it can be like a very positive aspect to it. like you know it can be something that will like spur you on and get you to do something but like at the same time it can be quite detrimental to 
to you if you just set unrealistic expectations yeah. and un- unrealistic goals like especially say, I think if you go around telling everyone like oh jeez I'm you know it's New Year's I'm losing to go to the gym or lose however many kg or whatever you go telling people that then and you give up after two or three weeks and everyone's kind of on to you and saying well where's your New Year's resolution yeah. gone and you know you're better off to just make the change or even just you keep it to yourself yeah, and just yeah, like yeah. go even, about making living a better lifestyle it doesn't have to be because it's the first of january like. but even if you do keep it to yourself say for example your thing is right i'm giving up biscuits for 2019 because yeah. i ate too many biscuits and you're like really really diligent about it like if you're addicted to heroin you don't just come cold turkey off yeah mm. and then all of a sudden on the 15th of january you have a jammy dodger and you're fucking beating yeah. yourself up on you'd, the inside you'd have you're, a box of, you'd have a box fucking, of jammy dodger you're, you're down in the corner injecting the, heroin into yeah. <laughs> you're down in the corner with a jammy dodger and a spoon and a butt some water underneath it looking to inject the cunt didn't you <laughs> like i don't think you should be beating yourself up over that shit like no you know, uh, no yeah definitely not like and like I think as well like the fucking like it, like people set unrealistic goals as well sorry Tommy just to fill you in we're uh, we've uh, the topic for the night is um, New Year's resolutions whether they're a load of bollocks or not right right so anyway I was just giving my two cents there saying that they are a, they are a load of bollocks and I think that they can be quite detrimental to people because people set unrealistic goals and they go like, oh, I'm going to get healthier, I'm going to get fitter now. And they go, I have to go train, I have to train seven days a week and I have to eat a salad for my breakfast and I have to, you know, I have to take two shits a day and all this kind of stuff, like, you know. Or go and vegan. Do you see January now is, or this 2019 is the year of the vegan. vegan. Oh, stop. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, if you know it's like a rake of like, Ads on like bus stops and like yeah. like billboards yeah. for it's, like ve- go vegan. It's just because like. it's pop. It's, it's like, in yeah. like it's yeah. fa- it's fashionable. No, but like these, but like those those vegan billboards and stuff are weird because they're like uh, like you know it's a picture of like a calf and it's like you know yeah this, yeah. this, this is a oh, life as, this is a life yeah. as well like it was like ah come off it lads. But well, I know a vegan and she's gone back to being a vegetarian. And I said, she's going to slowly fall off the wagon again. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll walk back into the kitchen. She'll have a pig on a spit. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'd love to know are all these people who are becoming vegan doing it purely because You're they think... You're vegan, so I'll become a vegan. Yeah, yeah, or are they doing it because they actually, whatever, they care for animals. They want to live a more healthy lifestyle. I, I reckon a lot of them, you see all these restaurants in Dublin, these Brother Hubbards and all these... Now, there's nothing that wrong with them, but like, it seems like a fashionable thing to go there, get a big fancy vegan meal take a photo of it put it up on your instagram yeah. and like do you know is it kind of a i yeah. don't know is it a fashionable thing or are people genuinely doing it like the happy pair like they're very yeah. oh yeah God, fucking shower of bastards yeah bastards. call a spade a spade I, like. I went to um this cooking demonstration when i was over in london there last year by the happy pair and uh, the two boys were cooking a curry and they came on doing their handstands on stage and doing all the fuck. <laughs> yeah. That they what's what's their nickname? Veg Vegward is what the what they call them because Veg, yeah, Vegward yeah, yeah. they jump around. Oh. But they were doing a curry uh, and they were trying to be kind of funny and a bit Irish, kind of Asher lash in a bit of this and a bit of that. Lump it all. Lump, lump it all on, whatever. It's in there now. We give everyone the front row samples. They're giving all these old ones samples. The front. Then you could hear the. <coughs> <laughs> No one knew him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few extra tables, because the cumin went in. <laughs> a few old ones had to get a few extra bottles of water. 
Uh, he's definitely not giving up compressions down there in the front row. Like. No. Uh, I, th- I think, right, genuinely, you see on Twitter, Instagram, social media, all these people are like, I'm vegan, I'm vegan. I bet you they're all closet vegans. Yeah. I guarantee you them them lads are on a Sunday morning rocking out with an omelette with a load of ham and cheese in it and like fucking sausage yeah. under the covers or crying anything. in the yeah. fetal position in the corner like look if you make a, a genuine decision to be vegan and you're behind it fair enough I can understand vegetarianism yeah 100%, 100% I, I can understand that, yeah. I try and do sometimes vegetarian Wednesday just mm, for just no other reason to see if I can Yeah. Um, and it, like there are health benefits to cutting down on your dairy and meat consumption like there they are inflammatory foods and all that that's been well demonstrated Mm. But like vegan, like to like save a cow, like the, the, that cow probably wouldn't have been bred if people bread, weren't eating steak. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like, like aren't cows an awful pain if you don't milk them? Like, <laughs> oh, you have to milk them. You but have to milk them. Yeah, but sure, uh, twice a day for it's depending yeah. on the time of year. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but sure, like they get mastitis. Yeah, they, they, they have big inflamed tits in them. Yeah, like they, it's it's a horrible thing if they're yeah. Do you know what? Not, not worse, yeah. so. And and to be fair, like they don't have opposable thumbs. Like they can't milk themselves like we do. Jesus. <laughs> 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 oh, we, we started off talking about New Year's resolutions, you know, yeah, talking about milking cows. Um, we said we'd leave it go where it went, so we're kind of well, like, we're yeah, following that really now. Natural freestyle. Right? <laughs> also, I'd like to welcome Tommy officially onto the Snowcast. Oh, the first time appearing, he's been mentioned plenty, yeah, but welcome. I, I thought I was going to watch a Liverpool match, but uh, here I am. <laughs> yeah, thanks, lads. You yeah. showed up earlier than you said yeah, you would. Yeah, like, true, you know, yeah. What's your opinion on New Year's resolutions? I was actually listening to the radio today, and they were saying it's worse to do the dry January. They said, like, if you want to go dry, like, we yourself off it like because I found before if I go on the dry and then I totally go off the rails then do you know yeah yeah, yeah. No, second week of January yeah yeah Tommy's booking the week off for yeah I'll be in a cellar I'll be <laughs> but, um, yeah oh yeah it's I think it's all the bollocks and like they say just do everything in small amounts yeah, yeah. so yeah we, we like we we're fans of everything in small amounts apart from that last five podcasts we did where we did like 10 pubs drank about 18 drinks in 4 hours but other than that we're fans of moderation <laughs> everything in moderation everything in moderation uh, lead, lead us on there to you, have you given your full two cents on the New Year's resolutions uh, or? I, I suppose like just I'd agree with the lads like, I think it's fairly fair amount of bullshit behind it like and I think in 2019 of all years they're probably it's probably the most fashionable year to be coming in with New Year's resolution yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you go, you can't go on social media these days without seeing like half naked photos of men and women like ri- shredded and yeah. you know they're going to the gym and this that and another thing like so I think kind of this year of all years is they're probably going to be the most prominent and I reckon it'll probably not that there's anyone watching but it'll be the highest fail rate of like New Year's resolutions like because I have a New Year's resolution for them cunts what. No filters for the air. Yeah, or or don't <laughs> edit your, your holes. Yeah, yeah, or stop editing your photos to make your arse look better than it is, and all that sort of crap. But m- my question is, where are all these like, do you know these influencers they call them? I'm making an inverted commas symbol Same here. Like, where are these people going to be when the the phase dies out, where influencers are no longer important and people don't really care what they're doing with themselves, like, because. Like there's so many people on social media these days now, like into all this fitness, and like not there's nothing wrong with fitness, but like putting up, you know, all sorts of photos of themselves and things like that, and creating unrealistic kind of images of how health, how healthy, how health looks, and how you, you know, yeah. that sort of sort of carry on. 
I think as well, like, alright, so just to add to that, I think that, like, it's, you're making kind of the same point as that, you know that, um, highlights of 2018, you know those posts that are going yeah. up now, right, where your top nine pictures, top nine pictures, whatever, right, where it's like, uh, like, it's this, like, unrealistic, like, highlights of your previous year and all the, all the amazing moments that have happened, like, but, like, because of like your social media you're not going to put like you like in the dregs of despair like you yeah, know up, up, yeah. on, up on social media like you know and I think it can be quite damaging to people who do have like uh, mental health issues or whatever because like you know it's like oh oh look at these people they have amazing lives like you know whatever and then you know you only see the, the positive yeah, yeah and then you have you someone the baiting the head off the wife or something like you know yeah. not putting up on social yeah, media you yeah. know what I mean like there was some prominent psychologist on I think it was Dermot and Dave there last year uh, can't remember the chap's name or anything that much that they said, but the take-home point from it was that like um, people only putting the good of them up on social media and all this. Like, look, if you if you work out for 15 minutes a day, you can look like me too. Um, all that shit. Um, all it does is make people insecure about themselves rather than. Yeah, that, and, yeah. and like, if the whole intention is to make people feel better about themselves, surely you'll say like. Uh, you know, if you take it slowly and make small changes, moderate everything, you can look. Yeah. You can, like, I suppose, augment your good features and yeah. suppress your poor features or whatever. But you want to phrase That's why it. I think, like this year, like the the New Year's resolutions will probably go to an extreme because people will want to see results quicker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. better feel, someone yeah, else. Yeah. yeah, feel like I've seen this guy on social media. He's got a six pack. Jeez, if I starve myself for the next three months I might have a six like pack a as well picture, yeah. 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 I've seen pictures of Tommy Kyrie on Instagram like so I'd love to look like him too with no top on yeah. it's easy you know what I mean a hundred press ups every morning <laughs> <laughs> before you eat your breakfast yeah. of a cucumber and no points on Mondays and then you're it's <laughs> Thursday today we're alright yeah Grand, so uh, I need to go for a slash there now so I'll just take a quick little break alright over to our sponsors Right, so we're on to our second topic of the night. Right, Darren, what's our New Year's resolution? <laughs> My New Year's resolution is to get hashtag Omnivore trending on Twitter. <laughs> I want the whole world to be omnivores by the end of the month of January. No, I was only messing, right? Uh, but but uh, I'll, just, I'll just ask everyone, uh, what, are you, what are you most looking forward to in 2019? Uh, I'll, I'll take it first hopefully as we've mentioned earlier in this episode Tommy wasn't here hopefully for my side we're going to um, depending on if on circumstances and my brother organising it but uh, hopefully we're going to talk to Oktoberfest in Munich and that'll be fucking brilliant be the best stag party I'll ever have if I have more than one <laughs> <laughs> big if there <laughs> I'll have a domestic one for her family <laughs> but yeah uh, a big hole for 2019 Oktoberfest oh class I heard something about Oktoberfest before now it could be totally untrue because like, I Probably hear a lot you of heard fucking it. bullshit yeah um, but know the way that you get your tables at Oktoberfest that's the official one is there a rule that you're not allowed to leave your table like a load of lads either wear a nappy or they take a piss at the table as a man who's been to Oktoberfest Jamie as a man who's been to Oktoberfest we have left tables in beer tents but we have not returned to them right so I suppose I can't really answer that one, but we never had any, we never had any such. I think like yeah. But like the only thing is you have to be in at around ten in the morning, 
and you get your you 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 find a spot at a table then yeah. and you sit down. I'd say wear a um, nappy or something. But no, hold on. You surely went for a piss. Though. Oh yeah, like jeez, you get up and go for a piss, oh, or yeah. go up and order a bit of food, and you oh, come back and it's you, it's. I was so. It's all good. I think you were you were so. It won't be the first one. It definitely won't be the last. Anyway, you were hear that in the barbers then. You you were sold a dodgy box there now because that that's. I, that's grand. I never experienced any of that sort of carry on now, anyway. That's grand, so no, I need pack me nappies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you'll be safe. A few pamp, or what is it? Pampers, is that what they're called? The nappies. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. know, anyway. But did you just see the ads you on the table? No, yeah, sure. Geez, I'm only out of them there. Yeah. A few, what? A wet minute. A wet minute, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tommy Kwan, what's your, uh, what's your, what's your uh, New Year's resolution? Well, on me. Oh, my resolution. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, no, we're gone, we're gone from that. I was on. No wonder you don't host the podcast. You're fucking easy. You can't even keep on track. No wonder we waited 21 episodes to get you on. Uh, Tommy, I think the question no one's trying to ask you. What your, what's your whole, big hole for 2019? Oh, but I What are you most looking forward to? You know? Who do you think he is, Obama? Yeah. No, oh. what, are you, what are you looking forward to? Oh. No wonder you're not host. No wonder you're only co-host. Fucking hell, the shot's fired. I... <laughs> Tommy, what's your big hope for oh, <laughs> What are you going to change in the world? Peace in the world, really. I'm like, I'm hoping for everyone to be more. Ho- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't have teeth. What? Oh yeah. Uh, I hope. Uh, <laughs> I hope the Liverpool win tonight. <laughs> uh, no, what I'm looking forward to is going to Japan in September to the Rugby World Cup. Uh, I just need to organise it. Well, so I need to, yeah, yeah, need to yeah, yeah. I need to reorganise like flights, money, uh, just kind of where and when and what to do. Like, yeah. um, but I'm also in the short term looking forward to going to Cheltenham. Oh, yeah. That should be a big weekend. So I'm actually working on tickets at the moment for the rugby. We're going to go to Cheltenham for two days, and then go to Cardiff on the Saturday. So I've, I, I think I've got us tickets to the rugby, but it, it would involve us joining a rugby club in the west of Ireland. So we'd have to become members. So I'm working on bringing down the membership fee, which would make it. Forty minute train as well from Cheltenham to Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. So we once, we once wanted to go to a match when we were over the conference in Manchester. And became members of Manchester City's fan club, the Citizens. Did you? Just so we could get tickets, yeah. yeah. I think get emails off. Mm. I got offered six tickets for tonight's match in a row. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> no, I didn't. But I probably did. Yeah. Nice. Of them boys. I think you should become members of this rugby club in West. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I think the membership's about a hundred and something quid, like well, which, plus a ticket. So do you mean so it brings up the price? So I'm trying to get down the price to membership. But like yeah. with our winnings from Chelsea. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just bank on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did well last year though, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've done that before. I've got went gone on the first day of Cheltenham and banking on my winnings on the first day to pay for my second day and the winnings never came, so I had to go home with my tail in between my legs. I lost absolutely. I lost all my money at Cheltenham last year, and to top it off, I left my shoes in the hotel as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally lost lost everything. Yeah. <laughs> you lost your shoes off your feet. Yeah, literally. So yeah. That's me. Yeah. Here, Jamie, what about you? What do you... Uh, this this is going to... Yeah. This, this might be considered a great one now, lads, but my hope for 2019 is... <laughs> the hope is catching on. My hope for 2019 is to turn on the news and not have fucking Brexit be the main headline on the news every single night of the week. Because I'm fucking... I am sick. I'm sick shit of listening to it now at this stage. 
and uh, yeah that's that's my hope and as well I'm, I'll be finishing college as well and starting work so I suppose I'll be looking forward to my hope will be to be earning a few Don't. bob and not be on a you won't not be on a, a, a college budget like I have been for the last five years and be able to buy the family a few good Christmas presents next year and all sorts because they were poor enough this year weren't they Owen? Some, some kid <laughs> presents there this year what you oh, get? Don't even, what, did, what did you get? I don't think you got anything off me <laughs> <laughs> you can buy my points in the next one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so my uh, what I'm most looking forward to first, I'll do me hope next. <laughs> the hope, yeah, uh, the hope is kind of. But uh, I, I, uh, similar to Tommy, I'm looking forward to Cheltenham and Japan. Like they're going to be fucking quality trips and Oktoberfest as well. I'm actually you can being get on. Get as well from Japan. Ooh, Ichiban. Uh, that's a that, is that their biggest selling it's the biggest export anyway I don't know about domestic sales I wouldn't be an export in Japanese sales and beers to be honest no yeah I but say many are no, no. is 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 a what's it sake is that that, that um, alcohol it's not Japanese yeah. isn't it it's yeah sake. that's nice actually yeah. is it yeah. it's they not just like vodka guys. like it's not just beer no sake sake is a ah, sake the beer lager no sake sake you know the yeah the shot show yeah it's spelled like, you know, sake, like, okay. folks' sake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Two shots of sake there, please. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Cheltenham. Cheltenham's in March, followed by the the rugby, followed by maybe uh, King Kong Company in oh, geez, um, yeah. Paddy's Day in There's London. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> March, if we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll do it in March, actually. So me and Tommy were at the... Uh, Paddy's Day Parade in London last year post Cheltenham so we uh, we got did we no did we get the train down to do the march no we got the train the day before for the oh, match oh for the match we yeah we're up then at 7 o'clock for the for mass yeah so it was the last last game of the Six Nations where Ireland won the Grand Slam against England and we were out with Twickenham for that and then we were out all night like on the tear and then we got up at 7 o'clock for mass in the Irish Centre out in uh Where's that? Shep? No. It was uh, in Camden. In Camden, yeah. With the minister. Oh yeah, minister for agriculture, was it? Yeah. Creed. <laughs> minister Creed. Creed. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, is it? Michael, yeah. Michael. Apollo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So then, uh, then we went. Uh, we went the mass in the on the dance floor. Oh yeah. So the the mass was on in the Irish Centre. Uh, in, in London and uh, so me and Tommy rocked into mass late and uh, it was on um, a wooden dance floor in the Irish centre and uh, so me and Tommy like rocked in we we sat on a couch at the back like of, of mass like w- like way away from everyone else like and uh, so the priest was uh, saying his sermon uh, underneath a disco ball the night before like I think nearly at the DJ box like he was he, the pulpit was the DJ box and uh, and uh, then we went we were going up for uh, we were going up for communion then and like the floor was still sticky from the night before so I was like all you could hear was that of everyone like I love the way instead of having hymns they just had the rude sandstorm yeah and and the, priest wasn't drinking the priest was drinking Jaeger bombs as yeah. opposed to wine. Yeah. <laughs> he turned water into Jaeger bombs. <laughs> and uh, so then we went to, then we went to do the march, uh, the St Patrick's Day parade in, in, through London and we were at Green Park. We started off there. So we were waiting around in Green Park for a while and it was absolutely 
ball thick like it was fucking freezing we're fairly well organised though yeah 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 so there was what I think there was what about 8 of us Tommy was it yeah uh, and we, so it was the Waterford Association that we were marching with in London and uh, in the Paddy's Day Parade, parade in, in London, London. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't like just a, a what march as in no it wasn't a protest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the one association brings it yeah. <laughs> might, might just want to clarify that yeah, for yeah. the listeners that you weren't marching or, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a big orange sash <laughs> <Yeah>. on us <laughs> fucking on and big drums so uh, we uh, you took part in the parade we took yes, part in the sorry. parade yeah, yeah yeah marching in the parade and uh, we uh, so we were there and the Wexford Association were right behind us and we were actually leading the parade because it was <laughs> the what, 50th anniversary of the Water Association <laughs> right so we were we ended up leading yeah. we ended up leading the parade and uh, so it was us <laughs> eight of us with um, a Waterford banner that was held up by two <laughs> Two broomsticks, like <laughs> tight, like fucking tied together, with, like sellotaped together, and then behind us was the Wexford Association, with I'd say about a hundred people. They had a truck and dancers. <laughs> they had a truck with like bales of hay, dancers, a band, everything. And who like, was behind them? The Celtic Ultras. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, yeah. yeah but we're like Wexford and Sellafield are next door neighbours, like so. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, the UK is a lot making up to you to Wexford so. <laughs> goodbye Wexford listeners <laughs> I said the UK is a lot making up to do to them why sticking up for Wexford boy because they're deformed from the <laughs> Sellafield the whole county just <laughs> I love Wexford I love yellow belly beer uh, but I don't know what are we, are we, do we have any other th- no I think we'll wrap it up and go watch the match yeah right okay <laughs> look Guys, this has been uh, the first episode of the second season of the Snowcast. We took a, a bit of a break there. Episode 22, though. <laughs> ah, yeah, sure. Look, we'll see. We'll probably, sure, we've been, we'll sh- we've been absolutely shite in naming episodes and numbering episodes and everything, so we let it off. But we had um, two episode 18s for a while and nobody noticed. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I sure noticed about two weeks ago and changed them. All right. Have you all the, the 12 Snugs of Christmas off? <laughs> All five of them are okay. Yeah. All five, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to release them before Christmas Day, and like the second last one got released on Stephen's Day, and the last one got released like last Friday or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. It'll be next Christmas yeah. by the time they're all released. No, they're all out now. Uh, apart from the, the unseen bits that are remaining unseen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, lads, right. Oh. Uh, fuck dry January, fuck yourselves, and. <laughs> Fuck New Year's resolution. Fuck New Year's resolution. Fuck uh, veganism. And fuck the vegans. Oh no, we. <coughs> Unless you're a vegan, you're sound. Yeah. Yeah. If you're uh, a vegan listener, you're more than welcome. Down with vegans, up with vegetarians. Right. Uh, <laughs> fucking like us, share the shite, and rate us on iTunes and shite. Uh, share us on the Happy Pear page there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tag the boys. Page <laughs> <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we've been on DJ Tommy and Jamie, right? Stay away from us. Go on, good luck, God bless. Good luck. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 